the best in the world. I've been the best ever since day one on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. And trust me when I tell you, I am the hottest property in this industry today. Nobody can touch me. The only thing that's real is me, day in and day out. I am the best in the world. Do I have everybody's attention now? Spoken or forbidden Don't know much about and Just uncovered and hidden When I talk about my demons Most you think I'm kidding Never truly realize I'm the start of my ending Been in since the beginning Whole existence pending Been getting tired of the dangers I've been fending Off since my day of birth I was destined to be the first And my name's synonymous with winning Said I'm kidding <laughs>
What up, people? Welcome to a special edition of the Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph podcast featuring the one and only Mike Steph, best the world at what he does. Yeah, man. Hopefully everybody is doing good. Everybody's doing great. Um, myself, actually can't really complain i mean i can and i probably will at some point during this recording but um yeah you know it is what it is um got my health still trying to overcome this damn bronchitis or whatever the hell i've been dealing with for the last four and a half weeks with the (coughs) core you know um today well by the time y'all get it um this weekend was a very, very, was a milestone in my life to a certain degree. Um, like I've told y'all last week, this week, if you're expecting to hear, and just, I swear, just my luck, but I'll get to that in a minute. If you're expecting to hear any sports talk this week, it's not going to happen. If you're expecting to hear me, uh, gloat or bask in the glory of the New York Jets actually getting off their five-game losing skid with a convincing victory over the Houston Texans. Guess what? You're not going to hear it on this here episode. I'll probably double back um, before the week is out, well, before Wednesday, and give you all a special audio edition breaking down the New York Jets and their miraculous win. Should I say a turnaround? No, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. This week, this this week's edition, this week's episode, um, as I mentioned last week, and for those who did not watch last week, I did say that I was going to veer off the beaten path. Um, I was going to talk about stuff that probably... But let's put it this way. I probably will end up talking or saying way too much. Um, But I'm going to talk about me. I'm going to talk about the year anniversary of the day that my life changed for the better. I'm going to discuss somewhat in depth um, without really coloring in all the lines um, exactly what I've gone through or what I've persevered with or persevered against um, this last calendar year Um, and how actually how this platform the salty thoughts of Mike Steph became to be when last year at this time it was the salty thoughts of Donnie Ooh also um Something happened this weekend that I'm proud to say that I did. Um, I released a EP um, right now exclusively on Bandcamp. And I did it pretty much. I wouldn't say pretty much. I did it all by myself. Which is an accomplishment. Not only that, but the biggest accomplishment is that I did it all by myself as me 
Mike Steph, or more specifically, Michael A. Stephens. That's why I was actually debating whether I was even going to have like a little uh, nickname this week. You know, Monica that I go by for the week. You know, last week was a heartbreak kid. You know, the dashing one, um, best in the world and what he does, all this other good stuff. And I was I was actually leaning toward, no, I'm just going to be Mike Steph. But then I said, you know what? No. It'll probably be more impactful if I actually put what I put there, which is no gimmicks needed. As long-time listeners should know, I am a wrestling fan. And there was a wrestler by the name of Chris Candido, uh, who unfortunately passed away, I want to say, almost 18 years ago. And his his nickname was No Gimmicks Needed, Chris Candido. And it popped in my mind while I was setting up, and I said, you know what? Eureka, that's it. No gimmicks needed. Because what I accomplished this weekend and what I hope to accomplish on this here episode, that moniker actually fits me to a T. Because it's going to be me at my um, Roar's, Roar's form, uh, a most vulnerable, um, like I said, if I were to discuss what I plan on discussing with anybody else, they'd probably be like, Mike, are you out your effing mind? Mike, that's probably a little bit TMI. And don't don't worry, all my loved ones. Um, I'm not going to do anything. Or I'm not going to say anything that's going to really cross the boundaries. But I am going to open the door eh, three quarters of the way so y'all can so people can understand exactly what or why why i feel such a sense of accomplishment why i feel so free why i feel alive um but it's not even so much for people to know because selfishly this episode is for me um i discussed it well in discussing what might be on tap. I was talking to uh, the good brother from Gimmick Infringement, uh, Tyler McDowell, you know, two-time, two-time guest on the Salty Thoughts of Mike stuff. And um, I kind of explained to him that, yeah, it's more of this episode where actually close a circle, but it would not be the end of my journey. So, Mia, don't you want to say hi to the people? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna get a little deep on this one. So if you, if you, if you feel free, if if you ever want to come in and just sit down and just, oh, dad, it's okay. But um, but say, but come and say hi. I just started. Oh, you got the Spider-Man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I did. She's talking. She's looking at my. PS5 box on uh, the Spider-Man 2 edition, which um I haven't hooked up yet because look at the TV. Whoa. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all discolored, right? What happened? Oh, it, uh, magically it just dropped last night. 
about 15 minutes after I left out the living room and went to lay down, all over here is just a. So, I know you can say whatever you would like. I was going to say that it's probably Python. You know, <laughs> but no, I, no, I won't say that. I won't say that because I just took it out the box today. But yeah, it just, I don't know how it just got knocked over by itself 15 minutes after I left the living room and I was sitting here for three hours. I don't know, maybe because that corner has been disrupted. Just perhaps, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to blame it on nobody else. Um, it, Whatever happened, happened. But yeah, she's talking about my TV. Oh, uh, cat's out the bag. My TV fell on his face last night in my living room. So I'm actually going to be waiting tomorrow patiently by the door for a replacement. Yeah, that's right. I don't play games when it comes to my TVs. Oh, boy. Uh, shoot, listen. This is where there's a way. Uh, yeah, shoot. It was quick when I got your replacement TV, too. Uh, well, yeah, so um, this one, this one, being the fact it's holiday season, I did it 5.30 this morning. It should be coming tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Uh, yeah, I ain't listening. I'm sure I'm can't be watching this. It's a uh, yeah, it is a disgrace. <laughs> but hi guys, happy uh, holidays. Uh, yeah, she said happy holidays. So yeah, um, I done lost track of what I was saying. Later, guys. Love, uh, you. love you too. Um. Oh yeah, I was telling them, and I was telling y'all that it's more going to be like more of a full circle. Um, three hundred sixty-five degrees in rotation around around the sun but this journey has just begun it's just going to be the second part of the rest of my journey so yeah that's what's on tap this week um like i said check out the ep that i dropped on Bandcamp. the trials and tribulations of mike's death ep four tracks nothing too major um and like i said it, it's not even so much about but just give it a spin look you don't have to buy nothing i'm not asking anybody to buy anything um if you choose to support greatly appreciate it greatly greatly appreciate it but um that's kind of i won't say it's, it's going to be in concert with this episode but they are connected in some ways that's what it was um tyler was asking me if um this i was i was i was gonna kind of break down the ep on this episode and not in the i'm not gonna do that in the you know usual way but they are kind of connected so yeah it's not gonna be no intro no outro no meat i'm just gonna be talking um it's probably gonna as it seems to be this will probably be one of my least watched episodes, my least listened to episodes, because it seems like if I'm not showing my ass, I'm not if I'm not acting a fool, if I'm not cursing up, cursing like a sailor, if I'm not talking about stuff that at the big picture really means not a damn thing to me. Guess what? People aren't really people aren't really interested, but it is what it is. That's my plot in life. And that's even more the reason why 
I'm doing this episode the way I'm doing this episode. So, um, give me one minute. I'm going to show my age right now. People who know me personally, and actually people who've, know, who've grown to know me through social media or this medium, this form, if you will, no, I can be a wild and crazy guy, which is my shout out to um, Steve Martin from Saturday Night Live back in the late 70s. Wild and crazy guy. But yeah. But I'm trying to think how I'm going to start this. Okay. Last December... December 10th, 2022. I did have that as one of these little um, nicknames or titles or whatever a couple weeks ago. And I said that was um, that was a very important date to yours truly, right? That day was um, instrumental in my current path, my current form. Um, prior to that day, let's just put it this way. I like to have a good time. Right? Um, I like my cigarettes. I like my beer. I like my Hennessy. I liked to have a good time. Um, I also need help for certain things. I need help to go to sleep. Um, yeah, pretty much. I've, I've, I've been an insomniac for years up until recently. So it's like based on, and I'll, I'll say this, even though it's not an excuse, but based on my jobs over the years, I really never had a regular schedule, so I was always night out. I was a night, but at the same time, I was night out from when I was little. Um, but regardless, I'll get into that later. So I've just always liked to have a good time, like to feel nice. So last year, that day, December tenth, two thousand twenty-two, I get off work. And yeah, I'm just gonna get to it because I, I I see myself kind of going around it. I, it. I probably be best for me to get through it, and I could probably navigate from there. Um, I get off work, and just so happened my wife was at a at a girls' night out overnight. A friend of hers, bunch of bunch of women, and I was like, "Look, oh shit." Got the house pretty much to myself, you know. Daughter's home. She's grown. Other daughter's home. Eh. She's a teenager. She'll probably sleep on her own world. Come home. Um, rev up the PlayStation. Cause that was my that was my routine. You play some Madden, play some 2K. Uh, I think at the time, I think I just bought WWE 2K. So. I come home, but uh, 
you know, just get nice and play video games. But I got to preface this by this. Leading up to that day, my body, my body was short, giving me signs of reminders that you're in your mid-40s. Maybe you should slow down. You're in your mid-40s. You're not as young as you think you are. You're in your mid-40s. What are you doing? Are you getting your cheer? It's all right. They can't see. So, I was getting all these signs. And um, getting palpitations. Didn't know what they were. I always used to call them flutters. And I would get them once in a blue, but around in October, early November, I started getting them pretty frequent. So enough to make me want to go to the cardiologist and say, you know what? I need to I need to check this out, like because feeling the flood is kind of scary, especially when you're in your well, technically, you're mid, you're mid age, middle age. So, go to a cardiologist. First time I've been one of them. Uh, take my pressure. Pressure was high. Uh, I was eating like shit. And uh, told them what happened. Well, told them what I was, what I was experiencing. Uh, they asked me like, "Do you smoke?" I said, "Yeah." "Do you drink?" "Oh uh, yeah." Uh, "Do you get a lot of rest now?" "Not really." Do you have a stressful job? You're damn right. So all that led them to give me a monitor to wear for about three weeks. So and I was supposed to jot down, all right, when I felt the flood and when I felt the palpitation, um, jot down what I was doing, how long it lasted, what did I do right before that? Like, did it coincide with me smoking a cigarette? Did it coincide with me getting aggravated? Did it coincide with me... Um, exerting um you know actually doing some type of exercise i did that for three weeks so plus i was like you know what since i went to the cardiologist i don't have a primary care because every time i had a primary care it's almost like i give the primary care the kiss of steph i pick a primary care not only do they lead to practice not only do they need a state, they need to practice. Oh, you know what? I'm not practicing for now. So every time I had a primary care, they would just disappear, banish, disappear. So I was like, you know, I need to find me a primary care. So because so I can get all my all my tests done, get some blood work done. Um, you know, I'm at the age to get my prostate checked. You know, make sure you don't have prostate cancer, the whole nine. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to be proactive. So. I um, went to this primary care, affiliated with, uh, hold on one minute. Yeah, went to a primary care, affiliated with uh, New York Presbyterian, the old Methodist, and went to see them. Now, I've experienced a lot of death. In my family, both extended, both in-laws, 
very close. Like, uh, February be three years since I lost my oldest son, my oldest child. Um, since 2006, I've lost my mom, my grandma, my aunt, my cousin, um, father-in-law, uncle through marriage, my blood uncle. Just over and over and over, just leading up to last year. So every time around holiday time, which it was, you know, of course, I'll never forget my son. Uh, I'm blessed to have three of his children that I can see and nurture and watch them grow because uh, I know they're part of it they, they, they're, they're all all three of them are part of him connect the dots you see, you get him so holiday season is never great so lead up in the holiday season last year you know I was very emotional um, I would have this This, I don't even know how to explain it, but every time I listen to an Elder Barge song, when he would hit those high notes, I would cry. It would trigger me to cry. So one time I'm driving home and I'm listening to one of these Elder Barge songs. I can't remember exactly what. I think um, Time Will Reveal. And uh, he hit the high note and I just start crying. Like I had to pull over. And just like ball out because maybe uh, think of my son. <clears throat> so I say all that, that's the backdrop. So I get to the doctor and they do these blood tests or whatever, and you know, get the preliminary read on me. And I'm, I would say I'm an open book, but I've learned over the last year that. Even when I used to say I was an open book, I never really was. But meaning, I look, I, I want this doctor to, to know exactly everything that's going on, everything that I'm, I deal with, everything that I do, so therefore they can diagnose whatever if the, if anything comes out, they can diagnose exactly um, correctly. Right, so so I tell her about you know I tell her about my loss, I tell her about my depressed my my depressed moods, what have you. And she's like, "Well, have you taken anything for it?" I said, "No, not really. I kind of self-medicate." She's like, "Well." I can um I can describe you blah 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 blah. I'm like being the fact is like fresh in my mind, fresh in my memory of yo, I had to pull over the other night and ball out crying. Effort. Why not? What's the worst that can happen? 
So she prescribes me this medication. Take it. But um, I'm still doing me. Still smoke my cigarettes. Still drinking. Nobody ever told me that there was like um possible interaction. Possibility that maybe while you're doing that, you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, by the way, and I got prescribed blood pressure medicine. Because my pressure was high. Well, higher than normal. So taking the stuff and by day three, day four, all of a sudden home at night and all of a sudden I just I can do a twitch. It goes away. I'm like, well, maybe that's my nerves. Okay. Coincided with me drinking a beer, but didn't think of nothing of it. So we lead up to December 10th because I went to the doctor on December 5th. But it's December 10th, come home. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a wild and crazy guy. I'm going to rev up the playstation i don't gotta get up in the morning which go until the missus called me to go pick her up from jersey i'm gonna get nice plus end of the work week what's what's, what's the worst with a cocktail it's worse with a cocktail when you're on new medication and you don't know how you're gonna feel so to give you all the short version of this playing um got my hennessy chasing which go matter of fact yeah chasing my hen with the blue moon smoking my black and mild feeling great until what is that my eye starts twitching like uncontrollably and my hand is Jumping. And I'm finding it hard to breathe. I'm hyperventilating. I'm scared to death. What the hell's going on? So, of course, I, instead of just, you know, calming down, no, I was like, you know what? I need to go figure this out. So I go back in the hallway and I smoke another black and mild. Because all that did was boost the alcohol in my system and boost the medication in my system. Not a good thing. So when I come back, I'm 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 scared because I'm like, all right, am I going to have to go to the doctor? Am I going to have to go to the emergency room? I can't do that. I got my daughters, and I can't alarm them. But I don't know what's going on. And I don't want to call my wife because my wife is in another state. So it's not. I don't want to worry her. I just need to calm myself down. So finally, I calm myself down, but I'm scared to go to sleep. Because I'm like, uh, if I go to sleep, I might not wake up. Now I'm getting extremely drowsy, tired. So I finally. I, 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 
drink some water, drink like a half a gallon of water, try to flush everything out. And uh, I finally calmed down enough. To be like, you know what? I think I can go to sleep. Go to sleep. I think I'm sleeping like four or five hours. I wake up, it's 45 minutes. I'm dressed in sweat. But I'm tired. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I go back to sleep maybe like 15 minutes later. I'm waking up every 45 minutes to an hour thinking I'm sleep, I haven't slept for like five, six hours. And every time I'm dressed in sweat. My wife surprised me and actually got a ride home that morning. Because so, in my mind, I'm like, how am I going? All right, I got to get myself together. I got to go pick up my wife. So she comes home surprised. I'm like, oh, thank you. So I tell her some of it. What's going? What's how I'm feeling? I'm like I don't know. Right, I'm going to see how this is going to ride this out. If I'm not getting any better, I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. And by the end of that day, I really wasn't feeling better, so we went to the emergency room. Told them what happened. They're like, uh, "You sure?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, that's what happened." They're like, uh, "Okay." My heart, my heart rate is like 100, 110. My pressure's up like 150 over 90, something like that. And it gives me something to calm me down. Fine. Next day, even though my sleep was crap, because I got about, I was getting like, I was waking up like every hour, hour and a half, every 90 minutes, I'll wake up drenched in sweat. So I get up, but for the most part, I hyperventilating, calm down. That Monday was great. Go to work Tuesday. Tuesday, I get up. Me and the Mojo King uh, record an episode of Hidden Gems Football, and I and I got a call from my daughter's high school. She wasn't feeling well. She had to go come get picked up. So I had to stop recording. We finished it up. If there's one episode, if you look in the archive, there's one episode uh, that I was there and. Then Magically, I wasn't. That's the episode. So, I'm still, it's not, it's not, it's not computing. So, I'm still smoking my black and mild on my way there. And I feel like very jittery. But I'm thinking, all right, maybe, maybe we smoking will calm everything down. No, it's doing the reverse. So I get to work and I notice that I'm on edge and I can't control my breathing. I'm like, the only time I can calm down is if I'm talking to somebody. If I'm looking at them, I'm talking to somebody. I'm calming myself down. I'm calming myself down. I'm calming myself down. As soon as I'm by myself, all of a sudden my mind is racing. I'm, I'm a thousand miles a minute. Um, he doesn't watch this, but co-worker of mine, I'm forever indebted to him because I kind of explained what was going on and he made a point to stay with me past the time he was supposed to go off, go home to make sure I can get to the end of that shift and get home because I'm on my way home and I'm, I'm like, this, 
All right, I got I got a doctor tomorrow. I gotta go to the cardiologist. I go there. I go there. He said nothing's wrong. With the, nothing's wrong with my heart structurally. Palpitations, stress related. Stress related? Yes, yeah, stress related. Okay. So I tell him what I'm currently going to because my my heart rate is through the they do the EKG. I've had so many EKGs that week. I, I can't. I lost count. He's like, all right, contact your primary care. I'll contact my primary care. My primary care tells me, uh, I don't know what you want me to do. You got to go to talk to a psychiatrist. I, I, nothing I can do about that. Fuck you mean? There's nothing you can do about that. Long story short, when it comes to that week, because like I said, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be talking for three hours. Long story short, when it comes to that week, um, That was, that made me second guess my mortality. Made me second guess what the hell am I doing? Made me second guess everything because I'm like, I've never felt this way before. I don't know what's the matter. I'm not in control. And I don't know how I can get better. And from that day, I said, okay. Certain things I have to stop. So stop smoking. Uh, stop drinking heart liquor. Stop taking that medication. It's only five days. I said, you know what? Taking I'm not taking that medication. Now, my brother Cool is very integral, especially in the beginning of this process, because he's the person I leaned on the most um, and he asked me a question that I didn't understand until months later he was like alright but if you stop smoking or if you stop drinking I said why he said why not I mean not saying they go hand in hand but if you're stopping that, don't you think maybe you should just chill? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, just a beer. Like, I ain't drinking no hot liquor. I'm not drinking no Hennessy. It's a Heineken. I can't have a Heineken. Nobody said you can't. But I'm just saying, maybe you should. Or maybe you should is. Didn't really hit me. Didn't really hit me. Um, cause I, what hit me was New Year's Day. My New Year's Eve uh, routine. It's almost what mostly all routines are. But you know, which great count down the clock. Strike strike to zero. Happy New Year. In my case. Yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, give thanks for making another year. Which uh, go hug the family. Tell tell everybody that we love them. Reach out to friends and extended family. Wish them Happy New Year. Have a drink. And not so much get effed up, but you know that 
wasn't really the case this year. New Year's Day, a little bit after midnight, was the last time I had a lick of alcohol. Not even a drop. Um, Because I noticed every time I would have a beer, I would would get a little jittery. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe I, all right, you know what, my brother's right. Maybe I just need to chill with that. But in my mind, I'm like, all right, for now, try to get better. And I'll be back on. So that night, leading up to New Year's, I made two freestyles. Um, chronicling exactly what I went through two weeks leading up to that, two and a half weeks leading up to that. One was called Science Class. The other one was called um, Panic Attack. It's on SoundCloud. Check them out. SoundCloud of Donnie Chow. While I was doing Panic Attack, I actually was fighting off a panic attack. Which is crazy, but I felt the need that I needed to get that done. Because to tell you the truth, at that point in time, I thought those were going to be my last two songs ever. Not so much of I was going to pass away. It was just the fact of, like, you know what, New Year, I already made the decision. Donnie U cannot go on into the New Year. Donnie U, my alter ego, my, my, my rap slash podcast persona, pretty much my my beard in other vernacular to actually cover and hide true me. I told myself, look, if I'm if I'm going to really be serious about this, whatever I do, I need to do as me. Scared, sc- scary as it may be, I need to do that as me. If I can't, if I don't feel comfortable enough to do it as me, what the hell am I doing it? I'm going to show you something. What is that? That's a blue moon. In a can. Smitty from the group home in Bergen Beach. Tell you the truth. I should carry this around in my car so next time I see you, I can give it to you. Because this actually is going on a year old. I bought a 16 pack, 16 case of Blue Moon beer down in Virginia when I went to see my grandkids for Christmas. And I brought it back up. And when I say New Year's started no drinking, or should I say started straight edge, straight edge Mike Steph. This is proof. You can probably call this Blue Moon VSOP. Very special Opel. Why I still have it? I don't know. But no, actually, you know, have it because my wife, if she wants to drink a beer, she can drink a beer. You know, I'm not going to throw it away. Um, But anyway, also, it's some of a mental exercise, mind over matter. It's very easy to say no when it's not within arm's reach. 
the hard part is to have it actually in the palm of your hand and you're choosing to say no instead of saying no due to the fact of it's not available that's my psa for the week don't get me wrong i'm not gonna i i i believe i haven't been on a high horse and i'm not a, on a high horse when it comes to anything anybody anybody's twist because best believe for 30 some odd years i had a lot of twists this year and i'm gonna i'm gonna start truncating a lot of things ah sat word truncate this year for my 47th birthday was the first year in 30 years that i brought in my birthday sober and i know you're probably what what are you talking about yeah you do the math from the time i turned 18 i always had a drink smoke something this year with the first year zero and only thing i had was ginger beer shout out to sister steph and brother mark uh ginger beer which is like ginger ginger elbow and you know the funny thing is i kind of cut that out because i've cut down my sugar which is another thing but yeah um part of part of my We'll say, yeah, part of my celebration of this year milestone over is bit is is being transparent with stuff that normally like oh no, it's my their business. So I don't because at the end of the day, I don't care because it's my life, and I need to and I and I'm finally comfortable with certain aspects of my life. I'm for certain I'm, I'm comfortable with me being me. I go to therapy. Um, that's people always have this. Well, especially lately, the last year, a couple years or so. Um, keep, which go away. Everybody wants to talk about mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. But a lot of people, I believe, use mental health as a crutch or mental health as an excuse. So, all right, well, I did some effed up shit and oh i'm dealing with mental health issues that's not the case here I see a therapist once a week well actually on some some occasions twice a week um and it helps it helps kind of organize things for me um a lot of people especially a lot of A lot of people from our community, and, I, and when I say our com community, um, African American community, Black community, don't believe in therapy. Or especially, matter of fact, I'll, I'll say it like this: as a Black man, to admit going to therapy is almost like putting a target on your on your back. Like you're a sucker, you soft. Yo, you supposed to man up. Yo, don't which girl you gotta handle that. Well, I believe in hindsight, um, 
being open enough with yourself to say, you know what? I might need a little bit of help in trying to organize and try to rationalize certain things. I think that's probably, that might be a little bit more manly than trying to man up. Um, But to each his own. I don't tell anybody that they shouldn't. I mean, that they should. Just like I wouldn't want anybody to tell me I shouldn't. Um, also, this year, it's funny because last December, last December 13th, no, last December 14th, I was 197 pounds. That was the lowest weight I had been in like 15 years prior to that. I hadn't been under 200 pounds since my youngest daughter, Mina Van K, was born which coincidentally was a very stressful time for various reasons. None of which had nothing to do with her. That was the joyous part. But everything else surrounding surrounding me was pure chaos. Uh, That was the year that my mother passed. My mother passed uh, a month before her youngest grandchild was born. But yeah, I was 197 last December 14th. I am currently 198, but it's a way different 198 for various reasons. One, because I ballooned up to almost 225 as recently as July. To find out what was going on in my stomach because I was having bloating problems. Uh, Doctor did a mirror out of test. And we found that I had, I have fatty liver disease, fat, fat in the liver, not alcoholic fat in the liver, go, go figure. But that's because I, I like snacks. I like, I used to like ice cream. I had, I, I haven't had ice cream since March. Uh, everybody knows about my Wegman stories about my lemon, my lemon coffee cake. Haven't had that since September. Um, pretty much it was told to me, you need to lose weight, you need to change your diet. Even though it was told to me prior to that, my philosophy is, if somebody tells you that one of your organs are comp- is compromised, and these are the steps that you can take to perhaps reverse that damage, and you choose not to, then unfortunately, if something worse happens, you have nobody to, choose, nobody to blame but yourself. I'm not going to blame myself if, let's say, I end up having a need a liver, which I, I didn't change, and I end up having a need a liver transplant. I'm going to put I'm going to put my wife and kids through that. I'm going to put my friends and family through that. When I had the opportunity to change, look, I gave up I gave up multiple vices at the beginning of the year. One unspoken vice, or one vice that people don't realize is the vices. Food, certain food, sugar, sweets, snacks. Had to give it up. Or at least do everything in moderation. As I said before, no soda. If I do have soda, I have sparkling water or seltzer water, flavored seltzer water. Or on occasion, I have, I used to have a Coke Zero. Mm-mm, nope. Caffeine. Now I have caffeine free Diet Coke. 
have a decaf coffee because the coffee would make my anxiety going insane oh yeah for the last year i've been dealing with extreme anxiety which is kind of leveled out um yeah oh uh, i do get help with that on a daily basis that's all i would say but um eat salads chicken breast uh, peppers apples grapes i need to diversify a little bit more but listen slow process as for my snacks because you know a mother f guy got some snacks have lona dunes try to cut out any added sugar or very little amount of added sugar lona dunes of ser- serving is four lunar dunes and guess what i have per night if i have it at, at night four lunar dunes i started getting some popcorners which are actually scrumptious um shoot uh sometimes I just want to chew on something so i have this i have the popcorners for one serving is about 17 chips and guess what i count out 17 chips You know, on Friday and Saturday, if the missus don't want to cook, all right, fine. I'll I'll get I'll get a rotisserie chicken, some white white meat. Sue me. And I'm back down to one. I'm back. I'm I'm, I'm down to one ninety eight. Now I got to start firming it up and getting some of this excess fat, burn some of that, and I should be good to go. Um. It's been a very, 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 very trying year. Um, as I've mentioned in the past, you know, my brother passed. Um, and one thing I hold steadfast from him is anytime I would start teetering, like, well, you know one time won't hurt you know maybe i maybe i could take this melatonin you know go to sleep quicker you know maybe instead of taking half a tablet i'll take a whole tablet because the times that i had some anesthesia and i came out i was like oh shit i missed this feeling this shit feel nice um but one thing that i hold steadfast when it comes um, from him is you need you have to be responsible for your own actions like don't be so quick to come up with an excuse like if i if i i want i don't like even like saying this word but if i relapse and which go you know what have a beer when i know i it's not the fact that i don't want to which i don't really care i mean i don't have a craving but i can't i can't drink any liquor um that's you for being weak like you you you're allowing something to control you like you're a grown-ass man you which where you have children um you just can't can't give in to that can't give in to certain temptations like and if you do then that's because you wanted to do it not because you you felt forced not because oh i couldn't control myself no you can control yes or no 
Simple as that. And I, I, I fully agree. I fully agree. You know, so this, like I said, this year's this year's been strange and tough, but I believe I've grown a lot in this past year. Um, had strength that I didn't utilize before. I won't say I didn't have or didn't know I had. I just didn't utilize it. Um, my sister, Sister Ooh, tells me all the time, she's like, I'm so proud of you because you just put your mind to it and that was it. No excuses, just nope, don't do it. Nope, can't do it. Nope. Uh-uh. Now, um, that's the importance of December 10th, 2022 to me. Everything I kind of draw out, draw, uh, explain over the last 40 some odd minutes or so. Um, that's the short version, the probably the safest version for me to put out. But I think for the most part, y'all will get the gist. Now, I'm going to end this episode um, for the last couple minutes of the episode talking about the project I put out, the trials and tribulations of Mike Stuff, the EP. Um, This is my first official piece of music I put out as myself. This first official piece of music I put out at all. and it was important. I I I I'm going to say this on air. Um, as recently as this past Monday, I was going to reach out to my other brother from Gimmick Infringement, Brad Winchester, designer of this spiffy box in design and my logo. Um, I was going to reach out to him and ask him could he. You know, if, if time permitting, could he uh, whip something together for my album cover? And then I had second thoughts, like, you know what? Mm-mm. I'm going to do it myself because it's going to be as simple as just putting this simply ravishing mug. You know, I had listen. I I got I got to lighten up the mood a little bit. Um. But it's simple as putting this face on a cover, putting the title, and putting my name. That's it. No gimmicks needed. No, I swear, I'm I'm recording this stuff, and I, and even when I'm listening to it back, I'm like, that's normally what I'm like, Donnie. I know my 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 daughter should be laughing in the background because she hasn't heard that in months. She, that was a little inside joke between me and her, like when I would be recording, and she would hear, Donnie! She would know, all right, yeah, I think that's the last take. And she just giggled, you know, or, goodbye! I didn't even put that on, put that, put that on the EP. So listening to it, I'm like, oh, not there. Because no gimmicks needed. 
Donnie U had to cease to exist for me to progress, for me to move on. Um, this, this is a big milestone for me. Um, and I hate to say it, um, like I don't know how to talk. Donnie had a lot of BS with him. And I could always use the cover of, that wasn't me. That was my facade. That was my persona. That was, you know, turn it up to 12. Which a lot of times it was. But when life imitates heart, um, things get a little dicey. Not schizophrenic or anything, but at the same time, the person that I, the part of me that made that persona real couldn't exist because it was sometimes a juvenile, sometimes it was very, um, it was very detrimental to friends, friendships. Um, I never been a really a trusting person and like I always tell people I always give I give people two strikes if that I don't give people a chance to get a third and I would just go and attack now some would think being that I was very dismayed over the project that I released last year or that was released last year that I contributed to that I would throw shots because in the past I ain't gonna lie that would be totally me I would probably I would probably would have put out a freestyle I probably would have gotten on this platform and ranted and raved and cursed cursed mother effers out I would have probably spoke and burnt a lot of bridges. Not the fact that I, not the fact that I need to cross back over them. It's just, you know, set them, set them ablaze. This album wasn't for that. And at this point in time, I'm 47 years old. Like, whatever happened, I have nobody to blame or I have nobody to be disappointed at, but myself, because. Whatever happened, happened. Um, I listened to that EP, and yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna. Li- I listened to the Elders EP, and I hear a totally different person than the person I am now. I hear a person that, yeah, I mean, the skills, the skills, but I hear a person that will say stuff or was said to be provocative, but without really being provocative, for shock value, um, curse it just because, because they feel like that's that's what they're supposed to do because they're the wild and crazy guy. See how I bring everything full circle? Because back then, the, the logo, and I'm gonna do this right now while I'm on air. 
that logo right there that that logo i could no longer be that that ticking time bomb that's about to explode couldn't be that it wasn't healthy it wasn't healthy physically it wasn't healthy mentally it wasn't help healthy at all um because at some time you got to grow you know i just really i just found out what the term arrested development meant as recently as two weeks ago and in a lot of cases i can see that so in order for me to be the best husband to my wife in order for me to be the best version of but the best father to my children the best pop pop to my grandchildren i have to grow i can i i won't even say i'm on parole i'm free i'm alive alive i tell you I wore this shirt specifically. Read it. Thank you. This is the old Daniel Bryan shirt. I believe this was the shirt that came out when he had to announce his retirement. Um, what? 2015, before he came back in 18, or was it 2016? yeah but yeah this is this is which this is the shirt that came out thank you thank you for the support thank you for understanding and i'm talking about me now thank you for support thank you for the understanding thank you for putting up with this individual that stands in before that sits here before you. Um, there's a lot of people I want to thank. I'm gonna go down short list, and if I if I don't mention your name, please do not feel offended. It's just I'm trying to get through this while I still have my train of thought before I just divert. Matter of fact, I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so this 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 ep that came out um i would say it's a short chronicle of what i just spent the hour talking about so that's why I, that's why i said at the beginning kind of goes hand in hand i wasn't going to have a review i wasn't going to break down everything but it goes hand in hand um it gives you a little bit more context on what i'm talking about some said that it's the most vulnerable um i could say that that might be true but it might be true only because you haven't heard my prior work but also i'll say it's true because in my prior work i was still hiding behind something so i was saying a lot of things but i could always say yeah that's creative license yeah that was just for show when you put your name on something and you stand on it 
then that's what you represent. So I represent this EP that I put out. Um, not ashamed of it all. Um, it's culmination of a year. All of it was written. Now, don't get me wrong. It did not take me a year to write these four tracks. No, I doesn't work like that. But various times throughout the year, I would write, stop, put it down. A couple weeks later, in the mood, write, stop. For the first six months, I wasn't even effing with, effing with songs. I wasn't thinking about it. As the year progressed, I started catching the feeling a little bit. I started doing little freestyles on Instagram. Uh, got the record recording equipment out. Started which part doing a little freestyle and put it out on SoundCloud. I start start catching the bug. And then I realized, okay, this is something I really want to do. Not just ideas. Like, no, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this done. And so for those who have listened to it, I appreciate you. For those who have actually bought a download, I appreciate you even more. Um, it's four dollars. Shoot, cheaper than shoot, it's cheaper than a a big nigga cheese. <laughs> shoot, nowadays it's cheaper than cheaper than a cup of coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Damn, so cheaper than a cup of coffee from Starbucks. But don't take that as a promotion spiel because it isn't. Um, I didn't do it for didn't do it for money. I did it more, like I said, something that I need to accomplish, a bucket list item, and something that helps. <coughs> Excuse me. It helped get the bad taste out my mouth when it comes to business that happened last year. And by all means, do not think that I'm throwing shade on anybody because I'm not. You know, that had, I look at, I choose to look at it like this. That had to happen for this to be a reality. Everything that happened in this last year had to happen because it was meant to happen for me to be in my current place right now. Starting with the palpitations, then which were the pulling over and crying, the getting medication and having a bad reaction to the medication, to having to stop all my feel goods, to uh, having food poisoning, which led to me getting my stomach looked at, which a various amount of tests led to me realizing I had fat in my liver, which led to me having to change, drastically change my diet to become more healthy. I mean, look, I, w- I walk like two miles a day. I know it's not a lot, but it's way more than I used to. I do about 7,000 steps a day. More active. 
and when I look at the cover of this in the picture of this year's EP and I look at my face on last year's EP I can see the difference here in my eyes more clarity more focus more enjoyment not just putting on a happy face just like that meme where they got the happy face but behind it is the scowling and crying yeah that was donnie that was me last year me now what you see is what you get um so i'll say all that i'm going to play one track from the ep and like i said you can check it out on bandcamp bandcamp.com under mike steph and you know stream a couple tracks listen to it. if you like it you like it you don't you don't but it's what i needed to do so this track is titled december 10th 2022 and um I'll just leave it at that and let y'all listen to it and I'll be back. The end of my year, the end of my fear, at the end of my grief, I'm the only one here. There is no one left, it's the life at the death. Tired of this COVID shit, tired of holding my breath. I don't believe nothing, everything is a lie. I stress because I care. Insomniac eyes from psychoanalyzed and self prophesied. None of it even matters, I'm just missing my car. Tired of everyone telling me to hold on. I'm supposed to progress without my firstborn. If it was the easy, do you think I would call emotional overload? This world is forewarned that I'm about to be on some bullshit and rightfully so. How many times should I get hit without turning the blow? Fuck taking the high road since birth I went slow. Probably explains why I can't seem to grow. What I'm supposed to do is to late in the game to change what's ingrained and see it in my brain. I got so much one, but nothing left to gain. My cup running over, emotionally drained. My main frame's insane, immune to the pain. Consider reality, my retribution is tame. Self care's a joke, I walk around tasteless. It allows me Lack of vision started impacting decisions Out of my nine lives, half of them were finished Lack of vision started impacting decisions Out of my nine lives, half of them were finished Lack of vision started impacting decisions Out of my nine lives, half of them were finished Who on kid and made a daily habit bending Reality of my life, fences needed mending Ten months and counting, the Lord said keep a mountain That adversity I face made me wonder what I'm rounding Climbing the mountain but haven't reached my peak Sneaking to my final form Should be ready in a week No longer am I weak Stronger than I thought it was Even though I'm on some meds I'm finally on a natural buzz When 30 over 85 My heart is under pressure blood No matter what the verdict Only God could be my judge I remember The one night in December Had the sweats with the twitches The beginning of a bender Didn't eat the signs But it changed my life forever Had the Lexi mix for animal The malady for seven Followed by the spirit while I'm haunted by genetics My past inhibitions make me apathetic 
all the false rhetoric came to a settlement fork in the road made my pain start kettling like a vision started impacting decisions out of my nine lives half of them were finished like a vision started impacting decisions out of my nine lives half of them were finished like a vision started impacting decisions out of my nine lives half of them were finished who on kitten made a daily habit bending reality of my life fences needed mending y'all enjoyed that so um i think that's pretty much it that brings us to the end of this special edition of the salty thoughts of mike step podcast i'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me in this here podcast the one y'all choose to listen to the one y'all choose to view next week we'll get back on the track um recapping the week's happenings International Football League concerned about New York Jets, but definitely, definitely, definitely keep a lookout either on this YouTube page of Mike Steph, but probably more specifically on the audio airwaves of the Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph podcast available on the following platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Wednesday. For the most part, um, you can check me out on the social medias at Mike Stephens double underscore on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Mike double underscore Steph on the gram, and Mike at Mike Steph underscore on TikTok. Check me out there. Check me out this week, and I'll probably double back with a quick, a quickie. A salt, uh, sprinkle of salt episode chronicling my New York Jets, my JET Jets, Jets, in their win this past Sunday against the Houston Texans to bring them to the record of five and eight with faint, and I do mean faint, faint playoff aspirations still alive. But if you really want to talk, get to the gist of football, hidden gems football, hosted by the Mojo King and myself, Mike Steph. New episodes drop each and every Thursday on the YouTube page of the 19 Media Group and all. And when I say all, I mean all streaming platforms wherever podcasts are available. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to get out of here with giving thanks to Sister Steph and Brother Mark for being the sister and brother that I truly need. And truly, truly, truly appreciate. Like to give thanks to my sister Steph, my sister, oops, my sister. Ooh, I just said sister Steph. See, my sister Ooh, who, whose hat I'm wearing right now. She got me this hat. Yes, yes. Says she was like, look, brother said something about. You don't have a plain black hat guess what i'm gonna get my brother plain black hat but even more so for being um 
other half of me that um, is totally missing for years and being truly a sounding board and a comforter all in one. So thank you, Sister U. I like to give thanks to my lovely wife, Mrs. U, who has persevered with me as to um, deal with my tougher times early in the year where I'm still trying to navigate how I was going to manage or about to say how I was managing and dealing with my nicotine fits. Because yes, that is a thing. Just really, just really being the backbone to this family, backbone to me. 25 years is coming up in this in February, our silver anniversary. And um, yeah, I, I just love her so much and I, I, I truly appreciate her. Um, I like to give thanks to my daughter, who you saw earlier, my daughter, the lovely Tamia, the lovely Mia. Um, she was very instrumental and pivotal in the very, very beginnings because she would go out her way like, Dad, you all right? Dad, you okay? Um, she would just, times that I probably couldn't talk to anybody else, she made herself available for me to talk to, which is great when your child becomes an adult and you can actually talk to them in adult terms. I'd like to give thanks to Maida Van Kay, who in her own way helped me navigate the very turbulent times at the beginning of this year. I like to give thanks to my son, Chef Mix. Um, he probably be like, for what? Don't worry. You'll get that answer very, very soon next time I see you. But yeah, I'm not going to leave him out. I think bros from Gimmick Infringement, but Separately, I would think I like to give thanks to Brad for not only just being the architect behind this, but um, someone that even though we've we're hundreds of miles away, I don't know, thousands, I don't know, probably thousands of miles away. And but he's always been welcoming. He's always understood even probably sometimes when I didn't know, I didn't understand it myself. And this is prior, but even more so after when I would kind of throw little hints out there, he, he got it. And I truly appreciate that. Appreciate Tyler McDowell um, for being that little brother I've never had. And when I say that, I do mean that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It's, it's, it's funny. If I look back over the last 18 months, matter of fact, no, I'm going to say 18 months. 
I'll look back over the last 14 months and Leisha could have went totally left. It almost did. And I, I'll take a large brunt of that. But putting that to the side, and I've told him this numerous times, and I'm going to tell him again. Um, our rapport, I swear, I. That's why I say the little brother I never, I, I never had. Because he's grown, and he's an adult and doing phenomenal things. Salute to the graduate degree, like, like really. Um, I think it's coming up Tuesday. So this is my early congratulations on air. But I mean he's just doing a lot of lot of great things. But just the purity of his heart, the purity of his friendship has never been forgotten, will never be forgotten. And I really in a lot of in a lot of ways this Going on 34 episodes would not be possible. And I told him that when he was on here last, would not be possible for him if it wasn't for him. And I know somebody's like, huh? But that's your trust and believe. When I say that, I'm not I'm not being facetious. I'm being true. So appreciate you. Give it thanks to the Mojo King. Um the Mojo King. And I'm going to say this, and I'm probably not even going to discuss it with him, but I'm going to say it on here and I'm just going to let it, I'm going to let it fly. The Mojo King was very instrumental in me finding a part of me that didn't exist before. Um, Normally, I react certain ways and don't think about anything after the fact. Or normally, I don't allow things like, oh, that hurt me. Or, God. And I'm not saying anything, and I'm not saying this in that realm, but the Mojo King. Has helped in ways he will never know and i give thanks to that and if i know if he went if and when he listens to this people are like yo what is mike steph talking about just trust and believe i, I appreciate you brother and like i said if you ask me i'm probably not going to divulge but i appreciate you i really do and i and i give thanks but uh, on top of um, the thing that we do every week, that he opened his opened his his house and let me in, and as CM Punk would say, with mud fully caked on the bottom of my sneakers. But my mud is his mud, and vice versa. Just like one of those outtakes this week when I told him, "You go high, I go low. You go, you go low, I go high." Like. This is this is this is the dynamic. So 
and I've always I've always wanted something some some entity to bounce stuff off of somebody the entity to have somebody that to bounce the energy off of like it just it does just a one um I like to thank Money Mike, my brother from another. Um, we both suffered a loss. And he's been there from that time. And he, he's been there from that time. And never a time goes by that he doesn't just reach out just to check, see if I'm okay. Um, Sometimes I'm in my own world and I and I truly apologize for that because sometimes I get into my own head and I just it's like this. But um, we've been bros for damn near thirty years ourselves. Matter of fact, yeah, over thirty years. I'm saying almost thirty years, over thirty years. You know, time passed. You know, people which got out past the the you know just separating everything but money mike is 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 is, is a real one and I, I i appreciate him greatly um and i know he's like i know what you're talking about like, yeah it's nothing no i i, I really do um, and i like to thank my oldest son who's not here in the physical but always here always present i like to thank him for becoming the man he became for leaving a legacy behind that they'll carry on in his name and for making me the person that I ultimately became now. Um, I've had, I, like everybody, had faults, but he knows that I've always tried my best. And even now, I'm going to try my best to make sure that his children went for nothing. And and I'm not talking about just materialistic. I'm just talking about as in the love and everything that he, they would have received when if he was here in physical, he was, they would still be with. That's That's my job. That's my duty. I thank him for that. And I thank my brother Kube for just being the bro also the brother I never had. Blood brother. Because from the time we met, he was, that was my brother. Um, for always accepting me for me, being me. Always accepting me for being me. And 
not allowing me to pull him into this podcast and shit because he was not trying. He was not trying to hear it. He was not trying to hear it. So, I, but but no, but you know, honestly, like I I I I, I miss him dearly. So, yeah, I think that's 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 it. That's it. I think I got everything out. So, with all that being said, I will check y'all next week. Same Mike Step time, same Mike Step channel. And um, till next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>